Podcast here to talk about all things Big Brother, more specifically the events of this past week. I'm Nathan, joined by Tony, who's laughing at my intro. You want to share? You want to tell the whole class? I like the little hey, <laughs> like hey, you like intro, and then you're like hey. It just a little. It was. I liked it. It was good. It was really good. I, I'm pretty sure I've done that for a long time. I know, but it just it stood out to me this time. I don't know what to all tell right. you. No, the hay is like iconic to me. In case you're, in case any new listeners are out there, I forgot to shut off the metronome on my, uh, on GarageBand. There we go, fixed it. Should we bleep out GarageBand so there's no free ads? For what? Oh, GarageBand. I don't I think that's that's not something that you can like buy. That's just like it just comes with it, right? It. Well, I'm just we won't. Nervous, we, you know, we won't say what it comes with, okay? Because if we mention that product, then that would be a free ad. You mean and, Apple? Okay. Well, we were lit, we were literally so close to being sponsored by them. Okay, <laughs> I don't I don't think you realize why would what us you saying that make them change it? I, at least it's not because Microsoft. now they know that they don't have any leverage on us. If we're just going to talk about them, why do they need to pay us to talk about them? All right, fair enough. Fair enough. That's on me. That's on me. Oh my I'm gosh! Hand up on that one. I I will not disclose what operating system I use. I'll just say that. Uh, Don't you just use Windows? What? Stop! Well, <laughs> <laughs> okay, real quick. Well, since we're on this side tangent, we'll get to, we'll get to Big Brother. I promise. Don't turn this episode off. We got a lot to talk about. First eviction of this season, uh, and then we're also going to rank in order our predictions of every person's placement. I think is that the best way to say it. We're pretty much like no, predicting the entire season today. Yes, and then mm-hmm. we're gonna, you know, whatever. Uh, before we get to that, though, since we're talking about operating systems and whatnot, do you know? Uh, again, for another free ad here, a Bing. You know Bing, right? Yeah. Do you use Bing? No. Yeah, exactly. Do you know there's a Bing Rewards program? No. Like you can search using their search engine and get points that you can exchange for like. I don't know, like Amazon gift cards and stuff. So I'm going to start using Bing. <laughs> Isn't that the most fascinating thing ever? Yeah. <laughs> Do I have to like log into Bing on all of my devices? Uh, no, I think it's just you get points of how often you do it. So like you'll have an account just like you would on other search engines um, or at least some other ones I know. And then every time you search on it you'll get like i don't know however many points and then it'll add up over time but i okay so i met a guy recently and he does this like hardcore like he said sometimes he'll just like be on his computer and just like search like um i don't know i'm just using a word um shelf bracket one shelf bracket two shelf bracket three and as long as they're like all different like he'll get points for each different one and i'm just like that's a lot of effort but he puts in the work and he's like gonna buy himself a new PlayStation, I think. Just off that. Yeah. I well, then I asked him. I was like, "How long do you do? How long have you done this for?" And he's like, "Oh, well, you know, uh, my wife and kids all do it, so I get their points too, and we've been doing it for the past year." So I'm just like, "Okay, well, 
I don't I don't know. Like is that is that worth the time that is it worth using Bing? No. I'm gonna go with the firm no. I don't think it is. Uh, okay. <laughs> Do we need to get anything else out before we start talking about Big Brother? Anything else in your life you wanna talk about? I don't think so. No. Okay. <laughs> Let's get into it. I hope everyone Let's get enjoyed into that. it. So we just uh, finished watching Thursday night, the first eviction, uh, possibly live. There's been a lot of back and forth on whether or not this episode was live or pre-recorded, which I'm still not even certain about. And I apologize that I haven't done a lot of research on it yet. But I mean, like we're literally recording once it's over because before the episode started, there were rumors online that they filmed it this afternoon. And then there were spoilers about the eviction and then the HOH competition. But at least the spoilers I saw were wrong. Oh. So the person I saw winning HOH wasn't the person who won. And so I don't know what to believe. That's a Maybe fun this surprise. was live. It was a fun surprise for me because I was like, oh, I know who's going to win. And then I didn't. Who are you? <laughs> it was wild. And then you didn't. That was a good story. <laughs> who were the spoilers that you saw? I saw that it went to a tiebreaker between, I think, Kaser, Janelle, and Ian. Which, and then Kaser won it. Which, now thinking back, like, that's just the most obvious, like, fan service thing to say. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, everyone. The, th- the, three, <laughs> the people three favorite people in the house right want. now. <laughs> All went to a tiebreaker. It's amazing. I'm just mad I fell for it. Uh, but the first prediction was right, um, which I'll say right now. Spoilers, if you haven't watched it yet. Uh, Keisha was voted out 13-0. Uh, so that part was correct, which that was probably the easiest thing to predict. And then the second prediction was that there was going to be a battle back or something of the sorts. And Julie did not announce that. So... Only one out of the three predictions were correct. She even said that Keisha was going home, so. Yes. She didn't like, oh, you'll be in sequester. She didn't like not say anything. She was like, you're going home to your life. Which they usually do. Like, they usually let the person know Mm -hmm. once they're evicted. And then usually wait to tell the house later. So, feels like it's not happening. Um, I wouldn't expect it to this season with COVID-19 and everything going on. Yeah, it'd get really complicated because then you'd have to literally have them away from, like, it just gets really complicated having them quarantine also, like, mm-hmm. solo after they've been in a house with all these people. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, it gets messy. Uh, yeah, but Keisha's gone. Uh, thoughts on that? Yeah, not surprising based on the last week, if I'm being honest. I just, it felt like it was her the whole time. Um, I don't have this deep seated love for Keisha like a lot of other people do and she really wasn't playing the game very well so like I'm fine with it it feels like a weaker player is gone and I couldn't be more happy about that yeah I pretty much agree with you I, I feel like going into this season I just based off of our conversations on her I feel like I was a little bit higher on her uh, than you but watching her this season and from what I've seen on the live feeds she just didn't seem to have that passion that she had the first time around. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think everyone kind of had an idea of who, what kind of player she was based on her pre- previous season. And she didn't seem to live up to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you got to put in the work. I, I think there were opportunities for her to stay. I think there were people who saw the benefit in keeping her and they even kind of teased that on tonight's episode. Um, I don't 
fully believe that edit that we saw tonight was like I, I don't think they were that much like oh who do we keep no. I think it was pretty obvious and I think they probably chose the few conversations and made it seem like it was much more than that or they got uh, video or clips from like three days ago when it actually was still a conversation and people were still trying to fight for it yeah 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 but if if you kept up with the live feeds it was pretty obvious uh so it, it, yeah it, it's hard because i don't want to say like i'm glad to see her gone because again like icon from one of i think the greatest seasons of big brother uh came in fourth place you just so much about her is legendary uh, but as far as her as a player this season, yeah, I don't. I think that was probably the best option as far as having the rest of the season be a good one. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. I feel like we're seeing like a couple of the older house. Well, maybe not a couple. Just really, just her and Kevin of the older house guests. They both don't seem to be the same player with the same fire that they had before. All the other ones seem to. Ian, maybe not as much either. I'm looking at my list right now to see who else, but like Kaser and Janelle both still feel like they have a fire and a, like a willingness to play. But those three, they just, they all seem kind of bleh. Like Kevin. Yeah. Kevin feels not like he did. In Bi- I haven't watched big brother in 11 and forever. So like I could be wrong. And Ian is laying low, but he, he felt like he was more excited to be there last time, but I haven't watched a ton of live feeds. So I could be off. What do you think of those three? Do you or do you think there's anybody else that could also be included in that? Uh, I, I think it's pretty accurate. I, I think more so it's like with Kevin. I think it's more the his approach to this. I feel like, and I don't even know if he's trying to do this, but I think he walked into it as the underdog, the kind of outsider. Because in a lot of ways, like there 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 aren't many people on this season who have never played with anyone. Pretty much, almost everyone on this season at least has someone from a previous season. Mm-hmm. I think it's just him, Enzo, and Danny. Yeah, that's crazy, too. I'm Danny correct. played twice and isn't with anyone she knows. Right. Uh, but Enzo, I think, has that personality. And same, Danny's an icon. Mm-hmm. And so, like, with Kevin, it feels like that makes sense how he is the one left out. And so I think once he started off with that, he just got down on himself. And I think he's been playing, um, like, this sad boy card for pretty much all week and mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not really working well and i i, I kind of want to seem like dude just like cut it out like i don't think like people aren't going to want to work with you if you you know keep on trying to put yourself as like oh what was me mm-hmm. uh which again it's hard to do because like those emotions are real yeah and so like i'm not saying like you're not allowed to feel this way but what i'm saying is like I, that's not gonna work on these mm-hmm. people uh yeah but with ian i think it's interesting because i i I think he still has the passion. I just think he is forced to play this game. I, I don't think he is able to play the same way because he is, well, one of two winners in this house. Mm-hmm. And so, like, if he's the one, like, hey, let's start an alliance. Like, I want to join the, you know, Quack Pack Part 2. Like, that's not going to work. We're like Enzo. Enzo could absolutely say, let's make another brigade. Why? Because he didn't win. So for him, for Enzo to say, let's make another brigade versus Ian, let's say, like, let's make a quack pack, Ian's going to be seen more of a threat in that situation. Yeah, that, that definitely makes sense. It's still just, yeah, I don't know. I guess thinking back to 14, he never seemed that, like, he seemed passionate and fiery, but, like, at certain times. He was still pretty chill back then. Um but yeah, I just I just noticed that and wanted to make sure I touched on it. Uh, where do you want to go from there? Great transition by me. I just want to say, 
just now. <laughs> Phenomenal transition. I don't think I've ever been more proud. Well, let, let's talk about the rest of uh, this episode, and then we'll circle back okay. to some of the other things happened this week. Um, because we had the HOH competition, which, again, I was completely wrong going into yep. it, thinking that Kaser was one of, I think, I think it was Kaser and Ian were the first two out, actually. Yeah, I might be were. wrong on that. Yeah, they were. But <laughs> I was so surprised. I was so like, I was oh, like, that's no good. I, I saw them both pick the same answer and everyone else. And then in my mind, I was like, everybody's out. <laughs> that's how they, that's how they, <laughs> that's the only solution. That's it. <laughs> and Julie's like, Kaysery and please step. I was like, ah, screw that. Blah. I got to stop believing all these spoiler accounts. It's got to be nice to just uh, find, actually have like a surprise HOH though. It was. And like, I mean, usually HOH isn't spoiled because we almost always see them either on the live feeds or um on the episode mm-hmm. so this one was like the first time where it's like oh i have a chance to like see a spoiler here on hoh like this feels weird i feel like wrong doing this mm-hmm. uh but anyways all right, okay so all that to say memphis uh, sorry memphis is the new hoh this week thoughts on memphis i completely forgot about that pretty sure i said it wrong earlier I'm glad that you brought that back. Uh, Memphis. Yeah, he... We're going to be saying it a lot this week. It's super interesting because I feel like he was really the driving factor in one of the big alliances we saw this week. Um, so I think that's definitely going to be a solidified thing, which is exciting to finally see something like settle in and be like, okay, this is what it's going to be. Because when it's fluid like it has been, you like don't know where anybody lies or when it where any of those lines are drawn. Uh, and that can be confusing and, and it's easier to talk about when you know what's happening um but it'll certainly be interesting to see who he puts up because the first people i would think would be janelle and caser again and that sucks if they go right back up onto the block after this last week so i don't even know memphis is a is a wild card for sure but not a wild card because we know what he wants but he's definitely in a good spot with janelle and caser so would he go that direction or would he go I don't know who's kind of on the outside, Nicole and David or something like that. I don't know. We'll just have to wait and see. What do you think about him? I I think I'm a little disappointed. Uh, I I don't know like if I am necessarily rooting for like this this group, which uh, it, it's hard to. Be, I don't want to say like this is a power alliance because we're basing it off of one week of Cody, who is HOH, being a part. So, but like. When I like look at like Cody and Memphis, even t- on tonight's episode, I don't know like if I'm really rooting for them. If I'm being honest, like their game is just kind of like, yeah, I can see like how you can power your way through to the end. But I-, I think like these are the moments in Big Brother where it's fun to see like a power shift. And I think almost anyone else, I think I would have enjoyed other than oh, maybe like Enzo, because I think Enzo would have been a little predictable too, kind of sticking with that group. Nicole. Um, Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, that would have been worst case scenario. Yep. That was really not just, not just because of my dislike for her, but just because of like she would have just been. It would have been Cody week two, mm-hmm. um, which Memphis also in a way Memphis sorry also in a way feels like Cody week two, but like I think like okay first off like Janelle and Kaser that would have been great because we could have saw a power shift. I think like give Nicole David Bailey Devon like let's see like where they actually lie. Because I think like we we kind of have a general idea of where Memphis is gonna go, mm-hmm. 
And I think if we would have saw someone from the other side of the house get some power, some of these other people like Enzo, Memphis, and all these – oh, my gosh. I'm not – I'm not going to be upset with myself if I forget because it's going to be too hard to remember. I'm upset with you. <laughs> you need to be better. But, but like, we we would actually see, like, where is Tyler actually aligned right now, mm-hmm. you know? Like, if someone from the other side of the house, maybe we'd get a better read of, like, is he actually going to stick with them or is he going to kind of, like... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I, I don't think I'm too happy with his win, but I, I could be wrong, and it it's really hard to tell and because I'm, I'm still a little trying to track where these alliances mm-hmm. all are right now. And I think this episode tried to explain it to a lot of the casual people who aren't keeping up as much with live feeds, but I don't know how accurate it is, and I'm not even sure. Like, I, I just, I don't know where everyone is right now. That's one thing that's super confusing with, like, just keeping up on Twitter or even just watching the live feed sometimes, is you, like, are never sure if the conversations that are happening are legit which makes the show super helpful because then the show is like, hey, this alliance is forming. This alliance is legit. We know this because we've been like watching all of this. So we're going to tell you like this alliance is legit. So keep an eye out for them. Um, once it's named, yeah. everybody knows once it's named, it's a real alliance. Um, <laughs> I hate it's true naming alliances because most of the names are either just really lame or they're trying so hard to be cool that they're really, really lame. So... Yeah, it mm. just bothers me. Anyways, we don't need to go on that tangent. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see where things go. It's, like you said, not definitely not best case scenario, but who knows? Maybe Memphis will surprise us. He won't, but me- Memphis. Oh! <laughs> it's all right. We all, we all have those moments. I'm just disappointed okay. in myself. Just shake it up. You should be, but just shake it up. <laughs> Let's uh, well, let's talk a little bit about these alliances then that we saw this episode and maybe in the past couple ones. Because I, 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 to me, here's what I gathered. I think Cody used this week to try to set himself up, uh, which is, again, like I, I think, and I've I said this last week and I've said it before, but like in my opinion, if I was on this show, I'd win it first. Hoh, because it feels like he got off this week with not a lot of blood. Mm-hmm. I know at the end of Sunday night, Kevin was like, "I'm gonna put Cody up if I ever get power," but like, it doesn't feel like he's actually that spiteful right now. And so it seems like Cody kind of got out of this week, best case scenario for him, because now he has multiple alliances, and it feels like he has a lot of people that trust him. And it's interesting because I think with Memphis, he kind of is relying solely on Cody. Mm-hmm. Where Cody has, because like we saw tonight, Cody and Memphis, like, okay, let's get four other people, you know, do this. Uh, who did they name off? I think it was like Christmas. Uh, Nicole, F, I Danny, remember. and Tyler. That was it. Okay. So that was like the six. But then Cody's in the room with Enzo, uh, Devon, and Bailey. And then Cody's also apparently has his final two with Nicole F. And so, like, for Memphis, it feels like, oh, he thinks like him and Cody are like final two, but Cody's like working everyone. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it's going to be super interesting because he's not going to find that out this week because Cody's just going to be like, oh yeah, well we have a final two, so we're good. You know, and yep. Memphis doesn't even realize like, oh, he's doing that with a lot of people here. Yeah. And and we, I think we've talked about it in the past that for the, getting that initial HOH is so actually beneficial if you do it correctly. Like you can get screwed over by being in that position, but, and I almost thought that, Cody would and it, uh, because 
you in most seasons somebody does something dumb and it gives you a reason to put them up. And Cody wasn't looking for reasons like that, it felt like. I feel like there were so many options that he didn't use. He's like, oh, you didn't talk to me that much. And that's why I put you on the block. Even though, like, a couple hours before the nominations, Kevin talked to him and, like, was really upset. And, like, please don't put me up. Please don't put me up. So, like, it was just a stupid reason. I mean, there were options, like, he was obviously going to do General Kaser, which wasn't an option anymore. But then there's, like, Ian and Nicole F., which he doesn't want to do because he's aligned with her. But they're both winners. Like, there are reasons that you can come up with to put people up. It's just they always involved people that he was close to, so he couldn't do that. Um, yeah. So it, it, it's tough when it's, like, a returning season like this because you know these people. And so, yeah, it just makes it so much more difficult. And everybody knows how to play the game during that first week and not get in trouble. So, yeah. He did well. Completely. Moral of the story. I don't think it, that that route led to that ending, but I just kind of rambled there. I think it was, it was probably the best first week HOH he could have had. Where do you think his full allegiance is right now? Cause I think this next week it's going to be with Memphis, obviously, mm-hmm. but like, let's say he didn't win. Do you think that is actually the final two Cody's looking for here? Or is it actually with Nicole F or is it with the four and Davon and Bailey? Do you, do you have, like, a opinion of what you think he's actually thinking here? It feels like the people that he's closest to are Enzo and Nicole F to me. And I realize he's not in anything with both of them. Because I think Memphis is really the one that put together that six that he went and talked to. Um, so I think that was more Memphis' Memphis's brainchild. See, I caught myself. Didn't that first time I said it, but I did that second. Anyways, we need to stop going on a sidetrack every single time we say his name. This whole episode is just us saying Memphis. I'm Memphis. 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 Mem- <laughs> That's Mem- all it's going to be. Memphis. Um, but yeah, so I think Enzo and Nicole F are probably the two front runners. And I think if he had to pick between the two, I think he would take. Ooh. Probably yeah, Nicole F. Like if it was a final three, he would take Nicole F because they wouldn't re- give her the win. For sure. Sure. But if he had to pick between them next week. I think he picks Enzo. Interesting. Yeah, I, I, I could see that. I, I could definitely see that. I I don't know how much we want to get into because this week there's also been a lot of rumors uh, talking about uh, pre-gaming this season. Mm-hmm. And for a lot of people, that's the justifiable reason why Memphis wants to work with Cody so bad. Um. So I don't know how much you kept up with it or how much it's even worth getting into because it's a lot of he said, she said. And uh, I, I mean, I'll say Derek is involved in a lot of those rumors and he's even come out and made statements about it, like how this isn't true. And, you know, but that that definitely is seems to be a thing, mm-hmm. if not an actual thing, a thing that a lot of people are talking about. Um yeah, so I don't, I don't know. I don't really want to spend a lot of time talking about it, but I feel like it's worth mentioning because a lot of people are using that as why, like, why didn't Memphis stick up for Keisha? They played together, and why is he going for – why does he want to work with Cody so bad? That doesn't make any sense. And so I don't know if it's true or not, but – I feel like people that's word just read street. too much into that stuff. Like, yeah, Memphis and Keisha played together. They haven't played for twelve years. Like what are like what if they just didn't talk during that time? Or they talked barely ever. To the point where like, okay, yeah, we played together, that means absolutely nothing. 
Memphis still voted her out. Like, there's there's so much more than just like, oh, they played together, so they're probably in an alliance. Um, yeah. So yeah, that just that just feels like faulty logic to me. But pregame alliances, I don't think they feel a little unfair, but it feels impossible to really stop it. Like, sure. how do you make sure that doesn't happen? I guess you could kick Derek and Dan off of the All-Star season, even though they're the two people people want back. That's probably the way to stop pre-gaming. That'll fix it, right? Well, they're not on this season, and they're still... I hate that rumor. Apparently, though. No, I know, <laughs> but like the fact that they were pre-gaming, and that's why they're... it's just so stupid. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I can't imagine that being the case uh pre-gaming isn't a huge deal to me do you think it's like a game breaker or cheating or do you think it's in the spirit of the game i i, I think that's part of the game i do I, I i don't think there's any way to regulate it or stop it and i think if you did fully stop it and start in for like if, if no one actually pre-gamed then you would have people inherently with an advantage anyways like nicole f who this is her third season janelle who this is her fourth season who have played with other people on this season so then you got Kevin, who doesn't know anyone. So, like, I, I feel like pre-gaming almost gives people that option. Like, Kevin could have reached out. And I. And the other thing, too, is I don't think people realize that pre-gaming always happens on these seasons, no matter what. Like, we just got done watching Survivor Winners at War. There was pre-gaming. Mm-hmm. Like, it's come out. People have said, oh, yeah, like, we were working together, and that's why we didn't, you know. So, like... I, I, I think you, you can't just pick and choose when you're upset about it. And I feel like people are only upset when it, like, it seems like Janelle and Kaser are on the bottom right now. So therefore people are going to be upset and blame pre-gaming for why that is. And I just think if you're going to be upset about that, you better get upset about every other time that pre-gaming benefits your favorite players too. Yeah, I bet Janelle and Kaser have never pre-gamed ever there. Uh, apparently Janelle's the one who pre-gamed the most. I know. So why are we from mad what she's saying on the live feeds? <laughs> it's so stupid. I because because she's not HOH this week. Maybe she should have won. I do like Janelle though. Oh yeah, I like Janelle, but I don't know. I feel like I don't love her this season. And I don't I, know why. I think I do. Well, she hasn't had a chance to do much yet. I I keep having to remind myself it's only been a week. <laughs> yeah. But I kind of love her in the underdog position. I think it's, I think it's going to be pretty fun if she can survive. I I kind of love that because I think it's like she's already. I I I would say she's America's favorite right now. But the fact that she's also the underdog right now, that's also like Nicole last year. Okay, like Nicole's mm-hmm. great, right? Nothing against her, but like people loved her because she wasn't in that majority alliance and she's like this underdog and so it's the combination of two stories a big brother icon the underdog story and so i think it's fun to have like everyone like yeah we love her we want her and so i'm jumping on that train i think i'm just gonna stay off that train and just be against it for a while (laughs) because that's significantly more interesting and i don't think i want to be on that train like i don't know I've seen her do this before, so it's not anything new. I, it, don't get me wrong. It'd be crazy impressive if she made it to the end. That would be amazing. Or, like, even pretty deep into the game, like, it'd be very impressive. But, like, we've seen her play the underdog role before. Most of BB6, she was in the underdog role. So that that's not really anything new. That's fair. Um, but then again, like, it's not like there's anybody else that I'd like to see in the under, underdog role. 
I think, I don't know, her and Kaser this week have kind of rubbed me the wrong way. They just don't feel like they're really connecting with everyone. Not that they have to. Man, I wish I could articulate these thoughts, but they're just they're just not doing it for me this this season for some reason. They they almost feel cocky and like we're the legends, we know what we're doing and like trying to draw in votes and like tell Keisha what to do and like to be fair Keisha needed to be told what to do. I, I will absolutely <laughs> tell you that. She was She she should have listened. Very much so. But there there feels like this level of like cockiness and like they act like they know everything, like they know they all their reads are perfect, and I don't think that's necessarily the case. So as I've been sure. watching, it's just they're they're rubbing me the wrong way. It just feels like too much cockiness for their position in the game right now. Okay. Well, we might have some uh, differing opinions this season. I look forward to this. Yeah, you're about to get toasted, fool. <laughs> um, Let's talk about. Uh, speaking of, this is, okay, this is kind of going back a little bit. Back to the alliances stuff, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, tonight's episode, we saw Tyler and Bailey have a conversation. Uh, talking a little bit about their past on very different sides. <laughs> uh, probably the biggest fight of that season was between the two of them. Oh, and yeah. now they're on All-Stars. And they had a nice little talk about it. It didn't feel like it was any sort of alliance or anything. It was more of a, hey, we cool? Yeah, we cool. And I, they kind of like subtly brought up like, oh, no one would expect us to work together. Oh, like we, we should just play it off like we're still not really close. Okay. But then like never really established anything. <laughs> I don't know yep. if you had any thoughts on that. Because when I was watching this, I was like, oh, man. That would be cool. I would like this, but nothing really came of it. It feels like they don't want to work with each other, but they want to make sure the other person isn't going for them. Like, yes. That's what it feels yep. like to me. Like they're just they're like, no, I don't want to work with you, but like I want to make sure that we're cool and I'm not your target. Because if I'm your target, then like, hey, let's work together. It, yeah, just covering their bases and making sure that they say something. It, it's just playing the politics game that is basically all of Big Brother. It's just like making sure you have the conversation. So that you don't have it too late. I wonder if there's also a level to it of them realizing level how two, much... like the two of them having an alliance. <laughs> level two. I get it. <laughs> level two. Get it? I don't. I don't think Bailey would sign off on that one. <laughs> <laughs> she would want it to be oh the uh, the, the hive. Uh, Faute, or it would be Taute. I don't two think she was in until the was end. She? She was in Fate, wasn't she? Or no! That was Swaggy, Fessy, Haley. I think you're right. Rockstar. Caitlin. Something like that. What was it? Five, Five of us until the end. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that had Fate. to have been. Five of us till the end. That's such a stupid thing. Anyways, we could keep yeah, it moving. Okay, so I was saying, I, I think, I, I wonder if there's a level of them, too, that are also thinking of the fans out there who are like, this would be a cool comeback story. Because I think they they realize that. Like, they have a lot of clout out there between mm-hmm. T'Angela and Swaley. Like, mm-hmm. that's that pretty much... Like, you're either one or the other. So I think, like, in their mind... Like, at least this is how I would think of it. Now knowing how much people look up to you, like, that would be an epic story to tell mm-hmm. this season. 
And so I think that's part of it too, where it's like, we don't really want to do this, but like, that'd be kind of cool. People would like yeah. this. Let's leave the door open for that later on. But right now, maybe not. Yep. If you go next week, whatever, not my fault. <laughs> I'm, I'm really curious what your thoughts are on Tyler's gameplay in general so far. I think right. we talked about it a little bit last week, but I mean, it just, it feels weird. And I, yeah, what, what do you think? Do you think he's playing well? So last week, I my hot take was that he goes out pre-jury. Uh, again, based off of one night of live feeds in an episode. So I was basing it more off of like the legend of Tyler and my thoughts on mm-hmm. him as a player and how much of a target he's going to be. Honestly, I have liked his game so far. I think he is playing it pretty low considering what he usually does. Now, I know he has a lot of deals and alliances in there, but so does everyone. I don't think he's the worst one out there. I think Cody right now is screwed if people start talking. But I think mm-hmm. like Tyler like at least is, is safe. He seems pretty cool with everyone and comfortable. It seems like these two sides of the house, he's not going to be you know, on the front lines of anything. Now, I can mm-hmm. see him almost playing it too cool to the point where, like, somebody's going for, I don't know, wants to target Memphis and Cody. And one of them wins veto, so it's like, okay, we'll put Tyler up because he's kind of with them. I could see him going out in a way like that. But honestly, mm-hmm. I I am starting to regret my hot take, and I can see him going a little bit farther. Yeah, it's it's tough because, like, he he's not playing a game. I'm going to actually disagree with you. I don't think he's making a lot of deals. I think it's... Deal, I think, is like, hey, we are working together and we will make decisions together. Maybe that's wrong. He's not making alliances. He's making deals. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. So he's like, hey, we're good. I'm not coming after you. Like He's like making, doing a lot of that politicking where he's like going around to me like, hey, we're chill. Like Don't worry. I'm not coming after you. And kind of getting that mutual, like, everything's fine. Um, But I don't think he's making final twos. He's not doing what he did his first time around. He doesn't have a final two with a ton of people. Maybe one or two people he's like actually been like, hey, final two, me and you to the end. But for the most part, it feels like he's just playing it safe. Uh, I think it's interesting for him going, especially with this six-person alliance that we were talking about. So him, Memphis, Cody, Christmas, Danny, and Nicole, F., I don't know how he's going to function in an alliance, especially if it's one that doesn't meet together. Because with level six, they told each other everything all the time. And if this group doesn't all come together as a group, like they're not going to be able to share and compare all of their notes. So like to him, that might even feel like disloyalty. Like, oh, this group isn't all in because they're not telling me everything they know. And even if that's not necessarily the case. So I'm interested to see like how he works and how he functions in those situations where um, alliances aren't as solid and aren't as loyal as level six was for him. Because he was he was in the perfect situation for his entire season. Like he he was very dominant. So it'll be I'm very excited to see how he plays. But I yeah I definitely agree that he might go out because of friendly fire. But if it's not or not friendly fire, but like just association but i don't think yeah. he's doing anything wrong to get himself in trouble yep i can see that uh, are there any other alliances necessarily i guess or there's the one between ian and nicole which i don't know how much there's to say about that 
they call themselves something to do with one million millionaire club yeah something like that yeah but that doesn't feel i mean nicole pretty much said like her alliances with cody not ian and ian feels like he could be more sincere but i also don't really know like it makes sense so i i think that's why like hey let's just acknowledge this this makes sense for us to work together but i, I don't know if that's actually gonna <laughs> follow through the rest of the season Part of Big Brother is, like, making these deals early on and making these alliances early on. And, like, if it doesn't pan out and both of you are fine with it, then, like, it is what it is. But if you make it to the end, then you can say, like, oh, we were coast to coast. We went from the beginning to end. Like, that's what it felt like with Tyler and Casey. It didn't feel like they were super close during that pre-jury, maybe early post-jury section. Didn't feel like they were super close, but then once they got towards the end, it's like, no, this is the person I'm sticking with. And then it was like coast to coast. We started this on day two. All of this stuff. It was once once Casey evicted Angela. Then Tyler was like, "Oh, sorry, had a day, had alliance day two with Casey." <laughs> mm-hmm. It was that excuse, like, "Oh yeah, yeah. see, we got we made the, got this right. on day two. He probably had several alliances on day two. Let's be honest. Yeah, yep, agree. We also have, I mean, obviously Janelle and Caser. Who would you say? Who would you consider is like actually aligned with them right now? Janelle and Kaser? Yeah. I don't think anyone, to be completely honest. It, it feels like they're kind of on their own, uh, at least from what I've been seeing. I know, like, there there are moments where they'll interact with people, and it seems like they're pretty close. But I think, like, as far as the they, – they thought they were good with Memphis for a while. And then I think he kind of showed his cards just in the interaction and not really mm-hmm. wanting to save Keisha – because I think Janelle and Kaser took it as like, hey, we're the four oldest in the house right now. Uh, which is weird because Danny is technically from an older season than season 10. Um, but Danny and Janelle don't seem like super tight, which I think a lot of people were expecting that. I think I was expecting that in a way mm-hmm. just because they seem like similar games and similar threat levels. But yeah. they're really not. It's interesting to, like, see... I like how in this it feels like people are going with the people they connect with. As opposed to, like, where the... Like, what era of Big Brother they're from. Like, in Sur... But we're gonna come... I'm gonna keep comparing to Survivor, Winners at War. But in that season... And maybe... Maybe the older school players all, like, grouped together because they all played together and they all, like, knew each other already. That's probably what it is. But, it, yeah, I like how it's more spread out, how Enzo's going with some of the younger people and Danny's going with some of the or newer, more recent season players. And then, but nobody wants to be with Janelle and Kaser because I think they know Janelle and Kaser are off on their own. And I don't know if you can really work with them. I feel like you would just work for them. And that's not a position I, you want See, to I don't in. know about that because in my mind, if you look at both their seasons, they played very loyal games to people with them. And mm-hmm. so, unless you, like, cross them, to me, I see them as people like, I mean, Kaser was always, like, taking the hit for his team. He was always the first one in his lines to go. That's why mm-hmm. he came in 10th two seasons in a row. But, like, <laughs> I don't know. To me, that's a perfect shield. Like, if you can be the third or the fourth for, like, that group, you know they're going to go before you. You know, like, mm-hmm. if you're, let's say, like, david or nicole a or you know like one of those who seems like they're not really fully in anything like go there go uh, that yeah it just makes sense to me but i can see it both ways where it's also like 
you don't if if the majority of the house is against those two, you don't really want to be associated with them. Yeah, and it's weird because the house is like feels so against the two of them, and neither of them were ever actually on the block. It's just the that's, fact that they that, and got I think the that's safety. the hard part, and that's almost working against them right now because like we know that yes, the house is against them. But they can't really prove that, which is mm-hmm. so everyone's like, we're not again. Like Cody's gonna, he, I mean, he's been pulling all week. The no man, you were safe. I wasn't gonna put you up, and it's like, oh, which is you clearly were. not. True. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, what's he gonna do? Like, yeah, I was gonna put you up. Like, it is what it is. Right. That just puts his head <laughs> yeah. on the chopping block. Uh yeah, it's interesting. Where so. If we were to create a chart, where would like the groupings be that you would consider like these are the alliances? Obviously, you have Janelle and Kaser; they're a duo. Obviously, you have the Cody, Enzo, Tyler, Danny, Nicole, F, Christmas. Maybe they all seem like together, and then you kind of have this middle group of like Ian, Nicole, A, Bailey, Devon. Like, do you, would you well, just it, consider it, it yeah, a bunch it, of groups? It's hard or? to tell because I see. Well, it seems like Bailey and Devon are always on the same page. It seems mm-hmm. like they're tight. Uh, did they call it? What did they call it? The they, they call it black girl magic, just like in they did. Yes, celebrity yes, that, big brother. That was it. That was it. Yep. Okay. Um, so they have that going on, and then they're they at least think they're with Enzo and Cody again. Questionable. So you got that going on, and then I I so I think they're kind of like in and sort of out, but I think they're t- like they're not really in any danger. I don't think. Then you got Ian, who's kind of, I think, floating around and friendly. And then, to me, I see then David and Nicole A, who are just kind of on their own. They're not with each mm-hmm. other. They're not <laughs> with anyone, really. They're just kind of, like, there. Uh, and so, I, to me, that's the dynamics. Like, I see the, the majority of the house who are in some way connected with everyone there. You got the people in the middle, which I would say Ian... Nicole A and David, and then you got Janelle and Kaser on the other side. And I, I think it would just get complicated because that majority that I just said would have a lot of like subgroups and little circles within that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it, there's yeah. no clear lines, which makes it oh, interesting. Oh, oh, and, and Kevin. Kevin. I think Kevin's pretty on his own right now, too. I think Kevin's very firmly with Nicole A. Really? Okay. I don't think From I From that. everything that I've seen, it feels like those two really want to work together. We did see talk on the episode tonight, so you're probably right. Um, and I feel like I've seen, I haven't watched a ton of live feeds, but I've read the updates for most days. I haven't the past couple, but everything that I've seen, it feels like they want to be together. Cause I saw Nicole talking to like Janelle and Kaser and she was like, yeah, I, it'd be awesome to keep Keisha. And then I saw her talking to Kevin and be like, yeah, I told them that I wanted to keep Keisha, but like you're my final two. So that's an interesting final two. I don't know if they'll make it there, but it's possible, I suppose. Well, so the interesting thing that I'm just now noticing, and maybe this is a dumb thought that everyone's already come up with, but it feels like if it's dumb, (laughs) thanks. It it feels like everyone's kind of doing a similar game to last time when it comes to at least the alliance portion of it, where like I wondered, what do you mean last time? The last time they played. Oh, okay, okay. Each person individually is doing something similar. Mm -hmm. Okay. So like Cody. He got to the end by having a final two with Eric and then having a alliance within that and then a larger alliance. And it feels like that's what he's setting up with Memphis in a way. Memphis mm-hmm. knows the same thing. Final two. That's how I get to the end. 
where you have like David and Nicole A, like, do they know how to make an alliance? I don't think so. <laughs> Kevin, same thing. Like, only with the people that are left. That's the only way. That right. They know like, how to make Kevin an didn't really have an alliance his first time. And so, like, with him and Nicole A, I don't see it like, okay, we need to get a group together. We need, like, I don't see that because, like, I don't think they know how to do that. And I think Janelle and Kaser are kind of feeling that frustration where technically they haven't been in danger yet, but they're like, we don't have a group, so we're in danger. So it feels like mm-hmm. everyone is trying to recreate that, even though each one of them, even Ian to a certain extent, I think like Ian, his time he played, he eventually found an alliance, but the first couple of weeks, he was just kind of that like person who everyone kind of liked to have around, you know, he was just there and you know, living it up. And then he finally mm-hmm. got to the point where he jumped on. Uh, but I don't know. Is that a good thought? I feel like it's a good thought. I like that thought. I think it is for the most part. I think there's a couple players where that doesn't necessary, necessarily follow. Um, it doesn't feel like Enzo's doing like a brigade-esque type thing. Maybe that's what him, Cody, Davon, and Bailey is. For some reason, the brigade is like four people who fit these very specific archetypes. That's what it is to me. So it's like, oh, you're the brains, I'm the meow meow, which I still don't exactly know what that means, but it makes me happy. <laughs> and then you have the animal and the beast. Like, there's there's these very specific roles that are what a brigade is, and he didn't do that exact same thing, which is good. I think it's super important that he didn't try to do that. Same with Tyler. Like, Tyler is asked to be in these big groups, but he's not creating and being, like, in charge of these power, like, six-person alliances where you have other people that you're drawing in and stuff like that. He's part of it. Who created level six? I think Tyler was a part of creating it because he was, he was the HOH, HOH that yeah. first week. And everybody kind of came to him and they're like, level six, and they, they're they like excited. Yes, I, I just don't thing. remember like who was like the brain that was like, let's get these, you know? And I don't think it matters super It's probably Winston. Much, but... Smart guy. That guy was paranoid, man. Yeah, he looked so good preseason. Oh, and then gosh. was just like so not ready for the mental toll that game took no that was wild (laughs) but yeah there's a couple people where i agree like most of the cast i would say i agree with but there's a couple where it's like uh, i don't know like they're it feels like they're they're the only ones consciously trying to not do what they did last time yeah yep i think all bad points let's talk a little bit about the uh the safety suite Yes. Can I go? Twist. You can go. Janelle and Kaser screwed it up. (laughs) Only one of them should have gone. It was stupid. Okay, maybe is is that confirmed? Because I I've been seeing mixed reports on what the rules are for this. What happens if one person does it? Is it just like not a competition anymore? I heard that there was possibly a time limit, so that like if Kaser technically didn't finish within a time limit, he wouldn't have won it. But I haven't seen that confirmed anywhere, so I don't. I feel like that should be communicated if that's, that's the case, because otherwise I'm going to think Janelle is dumb for a while. No, because I agree with you. Like, that, you texted me when it happened, and I'm like, yeah, I guess you're right. But in my mind, I'm trying to justify it because I'm like, there's no way they could be that stupid. Like, yes, only have one of them do it, and then by default, wait till the last second so then no one else can scan and challenge you. My only question is, like, maybe they didn't know somebody had scanned in immediately. So they weren't sure who had like scanned in for it, but Janelle was sitting there most of the time. But then the way the way that they edited it was weird. Also, I nailed that the perfect. I feel like I've said like that. That's a that's a great phrase to nail and feel confident by yourself. 
I've, I don't think I've ever felt better. It's like saying Memphis correctly the first time. Like, it just felt feels great. Yeah, agreed. So, the way that they edited it... Dang it, I screwed that one up. Wow. Way, the way that it was edited... Edited. It doesn't matter. I um, don't care. It felt like Janelle and Kaser both went and talked to Cody in that hour span. And I don't sure. know if that's actually the case. And if that is the case, perhaps Janelle was in the room for a while... And somebody could, she thought somebody could have come up and scanned in. Maybe they just didn't trust that someone had scanned in in a time period where they weren't there. So they felt like they both needed to do it. But mm-hmm. it's just never addressed. And like, it feels like a waste. And now they're both in danger again because she can't go. And if yeah. one of them was guaranteed it, or even if it was like, oh yeah, it's a time thing. I don't know. Hindsight is twenty twenty, but yep. it just felt foolish. I agree. Other than that, though. I think it's a great, great twist compared to some of the ones that we've had in the past so far. I absolutely love this one, again, compared to the ones we had in the past. I, I, I think it is fair and balanced. No America's vote, right? Like, let's stop trying mm-hmm. to do that. Get to the people that we like a couple extra weeks, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. No more of that three weeks of safety. No more of those power apps. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it last year? Was there something last year? Camp counselor? No, that wasn't anything like that. Like I'm talking like powers that were there. There, powers there was because Christy had a power. Chrissy, which is it? Christy. It it Christy. T. Why don't I know that? I don't know. She did have a power. I don't remember what it was, but I don't care. Uh, this one feels <laughs> like it's the house guest choice. It feels like the consequence is there. Because, yes, you're making yourself a target, and then you can't play anymore. So, like, Janelle and Kaser, they can't use it anymore. Mm-hmm. And with that, like, it's it's level playing ground because every house guest has a chance to do it, mm-hmm. which feels good. Like, everyone has mm-hmm. the same opportunity, whether or not they want to use it, and then you just get one shot. I, I love that. Like, one shot, if you're not feeling safe, go for it. Uh, and the strategy of, like, which week do you go? Yeah. So yeah, good. I think it's going to be a little weird this week because I don't know who's going to use it because I think Janelle and Case are the obvious ones. Where again, like I think it would have been cool to see them as HOH and then see like who's going to be scrambling on the other side to play in this or not. <laughs> I think Kevin for sure does it. I think he's just going to want safety. I think like I could see Ian going for it. I don't know if Ian is super close to Memphis. Um, he might think that Memphis is trying to avenge Dan or something. Sure. Uh, I don't think that would actually be the reasoning. But I could see a couple of players being interested in being like, hey, I might as well be safe this week and just like have a week of, com- week of comfort. Don't have to worry about anything. Um, but yeah, it's so good. Yeah. Big fan. Identifying someone that you like trust. Like that was everybody assumed Janelle and Kaser were together, but they kept like talking it down. Like we haven't talked like we haven't talked a ton over the past few years. Like, yeah, we played together. And then as soon as Kaser picked her, it's like, okay, yep, they're they're one hundred percent together. That's a duo. Yeah. <laughs> Completely agree. It's a good twist. It's, it'll be good, man. I wonder what else they have in store this season though. Yeah, because you know they're gonna throw something in mid mid season. Like and the no uh, battle back, which we're used to. Remember the tree of temptation that no one used? That's not true. Mark used it and then gave yeah. it to Paul. He gave Paul a week of safety. <laughs> Trying to, like, earn goodwill. Yeah, it's... 
if you're going to offer up like uh, an advantage of some sort, but you have to expose the fact that you don't feel safe, you can't do that later on in the game when you've built relationships with people. And it can't be that much of a risk. Like a competition, yeah. it's like, this is in my hands if I do well in this competition. But just a random, like, I have to grab the right apple just wasn't great. Yep. Agreed. Well, uh, uh, anything else significant from this week? Probably the most important thing. Did you notice what Julie said right at the end when she, like, talked about the golden rule? I did notice others? that. What is that? Is that I... just a public service amount an announcement? Is there, like, meaning behind that? I was so curious. Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. Or is it like, oh, you guys have been jerks to some of the house guests online. Stop doing that. Like that, that would be Nicole my F. thought, but it doesn't feel like it's, I feel like that would have been said like something to say last year or like, I, like again, people are idiots on the internet and they always will be, but it, it doesn't feel worse this season than previous seasons, unless I'm just naive or I, I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you what why why she said it. I think Nicole F is getting a ton of crap, and I don't think she deserves oh, that, it as that's much true. as people we've seen in the past. I that's a good point. Like I just I don't know I I'm not a fan of her, so it's hard. But like people are just hating on her so much, and it's like let's calm down, people. Like I don't think she's objectively a bad person, and th that's what people seem to think or something. It's it's very interesting how the world reacts to her. It's gotten to the point where, like, I mean, I agree with you, not a fan of her, but I don't even feel comfortable rooting against her because I don't want to be grouped in with these people who are viciously yeah. attacking her. <laughs> and for it's sure. making me want to root for her, which is <laughs> a really weird position to be in where it's like, I kind of want her to win this thing just so these people can shut up. Exactly. Still not a fan, though. No, not at all. And I don't even know why I'm not a fan. You know who I'm not a fan of? Tell me. I'm just I'm just making this decision. I've I've been thinking about it all week. I don't think I like Cody. I'm just no. I think I'm I think I'm gonna be anti Cody. I I'm just bored by him. And I, I okay. think he's annoying. Do you think he like thinks he's a better player than he is? I think yeah, I think that's a big part of it. I think he's trying to prove himself and I think he's trying to play the Derek game and I was like, You're not it. And I have zero interest in him winning this game. It's weird seeing so many of the things he says, and it feels like... It's like, I don't think that's something you had. I think that's advice Derek gave you before you came back. Like, that's been an interesting thing to be like... That's, like, that insight doesn't feel like it's coming from you, which maybe that's rude of me to say, or, like, to even think, but... Yeah. I, I don't think... I think I'm just kind of, eh, on Cody. Here's the thing I also don't like is and i jackson did this a lot last year which i just cannot stand but it's the when you get power and then you play the woe is me i got a big decision i have a lot of responsibility mm. i remember when jackson won camp counselor last year he's like oh i got so much pressure just like i got a lot of responsibility i gotta think about this i'm so and then i feel like cody was the same way where it's like I want to see you win HOH and own it. Be like, yeah, dude, I don't mm -hmm. want to send these people home, but look, I'm going to get the job done. I'm going to do it. Like, get a little cocky. I'm okay with that sometimes. But, like, mm -hmm. Cody is just, like, trying to make us feel bad for him 
when he nominated probably the two nicest people in the house outside of like mm-hmm. maybe Nicole A. But like, <laughs> I, like I don't know. It's just like there's so much like. Uh, it, it, it comes like from this almost level of like entitlement to me and i don't think he's in it i don't want to accuse him of being like an entitled person but like in this game i feel like he is where it feels like oh man it's it's so hard having this power like you, you people just don't know what it's like to be me and i'm just not interested i feel like it's something to like say when you're with like your closest allies like shoot this is a tough position to be in like i don't want to get blood on my hands but it felt like he said it to everyone even the people that he was putting up to the point where like if you're putting me on the block, I don't want you to sit here and tell me why you feel bad and why I should feel bad for you for having to do that to me. Like, I, I know exactly what you're saying. It's like, that's not getting you anywhere. That's not making me feel any better. It's not making me trust you anymore. Like, I'm not going to work with you after this week, most likely. He's just trying to dance around it too much. and be like, hey, like, this is this is where I'm at. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sure you're a great person. But this is the decision I made, and that's what it is. And he yeah. refuses to do that. Yep. So I'm Is there anyone there. else you don't like on this cast? I still don't like Christmas. She's jacked, dude. She is I'm, I mean, that's what she does for a living. Yeah. She's like a fitness model, so... Mm-hmm. That makes sense. <laughs> I'm not, not saying that is a positive or a negative, just an observation of tonight's episode. Yeah. I feel like when she was voting, I was just like, wow, she's, she's got a lot no, of... I'll no, say, I'll say it's probably Cody, Nicole F, Christmas... Uh, I'm not a huge fan of Memphis. I just think he's a little boring to me. Like, I don't really care like what he has to say or his game. It's it feels predictable. I don't dislike him. I'm just like I'm as neutral as you possibly could be. And if he does one thing wrong, I'm probably gonna start disliking him. <laughs> I don't like the name River. <laughs> Is that his kid's name? Yeah, I'm sure he's a great dad. I'm sure his child's phenomenal. But the name River, just who's, like whenever he's like... Who's the worst kid? River or Ben's daughter from Survivor? <laughs> Ben's daughter from Survivor is one of my favorite children. You're so wrong. Worst reads I've ever seen. Yeah, she learned after her dad. Like, that's not surprising. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who, who do you like? Who do you dislike on this cast? <laughs> what? Who do you uh, dislike? Who do I not like? Uh, like I said, Kaser's rubbing me the wrong way. Kaser and Janelle are, like, I am a fan of them as characters. I like them in their original season. So far this season, I don't enjoy Janelle and Kaser. Um, let's see, who else? Nicole A is still boring to me. Like, I, I don't, I understand she was the, probably the nicest person in the house last year. I don't, she's just not great to me. Um, Bailey, I've never been a fan of. And I haven't seen anything this season to change my opinion on that. Maybe not seeing anything like negative, like we that I didn't enjoy last time, like when she freaked out on Tyler. Maybe that is helping a little bit, but not a ton. And probably Christmas. There's there's a decent chunk of this cast where it's like I don't care about you. Like, I got one I don't more. Want you to succeed. I don't like David. No, I'm I'm over him. I I think I think I've seen all that I need to see that he doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'd think that he would, like, learn how to play the game. No. And I... There is... A, like, he did mention that he's trying to dumb it down. And, like... Oh, okay. That helps. But he genuinely also doesn't understand the game, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> like, I... I don't know why, but, like, when Julie announced, like, 
It's David's first time voting tonight. I was like, screw this. He doesn't. <laughs> I'm over it. Like, it, it finally it. hit me. Like, I know that we've been saying, like, he's probably not an all-star, but tonight it hit me where I'm like, this guy doesn't deserve to be here. He's never voted before. What is that? And his reads haven't been, like, phenomenal this time. Which, to be fair... Had, he hasn't done anything. <laughs> the reads that we were like, oh, wow, he knows exactly what's happening in the house. That was about, like, three weeks deep into the game that we were seeing that. So, like, the people and that like, didn't see that were big, dumb idiots. And, and like I said, like, it's easy for us to say that. But also, I feel like if the average person who understood Big Brother was in that house, they would have noticed, ooh, this is the majority alliance. Like, his reads weren't that, like... They were pretty obvious. They were. Yeah. Especially the next week when they had the HOA... The the um the meeting in the HOH room and, like, knocked, locked uh, Nicole and Cliff out. And Ovi. They, like, locked them mm-hmm. all out. So it was like, I think they're working together. Yeah, David, you think? You think that group that locked you out of the HOH room is working together? Good read, bro. It feels like the Ben of this season. That was mean. <laughs> Anything else we got to talk about? I don't feel good about that week? one. That was that was really mean. Anything else? Uh, let's see. I Julie stinks. <laughs> you want to go after her? If you asked who I didn't like. I don't like Julie. Julie is like that's the move. Is that where we're geez. going? <laughs> that's where I'm going. I'm doubling down on never being on this show ever because Julie will hear this and be like, no, he's a bad person. Julie, just any time she needs to fill space with some sort of like silly comment or funny joke, like it, they never land. They're always bad. Sometimes she stumbles like it just doesn't feel as authentic as like Jeff Probst is like the biggest example of this, I think. Oh, yeah. Where Jeff I, is I, like, I knew that this is where we were going with the conversation. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, that's that's obviously where it's going. But even in general, even before I watched Survivor, like, Julie's not interesting, but before I watched Survivor, it was like, oh, I don't need her to be because everybody else is. But then seeing how much Jeff and his character, like, like increases the enjoyment of some, like, parts of Survivor, and seeing how much Julie doesn't do that is it's just tough. It's just a tough watch sometimes. Uh, a couple other I notes on trying, tonight's but... episode... Uh, it was very weird seeing... Are you just moving on? What? Do you want to keep talking about this? <laughs> no, I just... Uh, fine, go. No, <laughs> I was done. What else? Were you still going? No, I was done. I was done. What else? What did you <laughs> did still, I interrupt you? you? I, don't, I don't know what you... <laughs> what did you think was weird? Uh, the, um, the no audience and then the very socially distanced chairs that felt like more than six feet excessively socially distanced yes yeah i I, get, I'm, I understand like i'm not saying don't do that uh it was just a weird vibe and it, it didn't really hit me until that moment i was like oh yeah i forgot like because i like up until this point i think like it felt it's felt like a very normal season of big brother as far as like live feeds going and everything and then it was like that reminder like oh this is this is weird she has to sit over here with the mask and yeah it was odd uh and then the HOH competition tonight was the most – I was so mad. I was so mad at this competition. The These videos that they showed us was oh. the most obnoxious piece of trash I have ever seen. They're like, oh, they thought this guy was funny last year. Let's bring him back and make him more annoying. I – this is what makes me mad about Big Brother – 
is because this is a show that we take very seriously. Not just like ironically, but we genuinely really enjoy this show because of mm-hmm. the gameplay, because of this. I mean, like, it's so fun. It feels like the producers of Big Brother, whoever's in charge of this thing, doesn't understand what people like about this show. Because then they show us this, and it's like, you're just, like, making fun of every, like, it just doesn't make any sense. And there's some things about it that are kind of quirky and fun. Like, Zingbot, I kind of have, has grown on me. Like, okay, I get it. Like, it's whatever. Like, I don't, like, always love it, but, it you know, that's part of the show. But, like, these things, I'm like, do you think this is funny? Like, who finds this funny? Like, why why do we have to take this and this show and make it, like, a joke? Like, mm-hmm. This is this is why like I hesitate by showing people Big Brother sometimes because like oh I watch Big Brother and then like oh can I watch with you sure and then they see this and I'm like this is this is what I have a podcast on I promise you there's more to this This right and it's so hard to convince people that this is a show that I seriously watch because Mm -hmm. of moments like this absolutely and it's like it's hard to just show someone like okay yeah that episode was weird but here come watch Dan's funeral with me and like really understand the gravity of like all of the dynamics that went into like the move because there's so much to it. It's almost like you have to watch an entire season to really fully understand why it's a good show. Yeah, that's all. That's my huge rant on why that video pisses me off. So back to Julie. Uh, No, I'm just kidding. No, I agree that (laughs) that was a, I was sitting there and I was, I was like, I enjoyed watching the reactions and like no one even remotely smiled. I think, I think I saw Tyler smirk once while watching the video. Other than that, it was just Ian like deadpan staring at it, not interested at all. Like no one, none of the house guests thought it was funny. Who, was he there for Big Brother 20 or was he back for 21 too? Oh, he's, he was, uh, last year he played the alien that came in the house the year before he was the grandma the year before grandma and rachel um yeah and with rachel he was the guy that was yelling um why was he yelling i forget what the bit was something to do with technology and like an app or something oh the yelp because he would go at her like zero stars rachel and oh and then the year before i forget that, that rachel played big brother what what was that I forget that Rachel played Big Brother. Yeah, she was a lesser one of level six. Even like Winston, you remember more. Uh, what were you gonna say? Something. Yeah, I had something, but you sound like you had something. So I was just gonna go. say he was also in Big Brother nineteen. Anyway, okay, go on. That was probably during the period where I didn't watch with you. He was only in one HOH competition. Where okay. he came and yelled at uh, Jessica while she was like holding a plate on her hand or something, and then he like came and screamed at her to try to distract her. Just her, I think, because that was when oh, I'm trying to remember. I think like if you lo- if you dropped out of the HOH competition, you got to put a punishment on someone else. Oh, for that, yeah, that would make sense then. I so I read or heard I can't remember which Rachel Riley was like wanted to be on this season except she was pregnant so that's the only reason that she didn't come on the season so what does this season look like if rachel riley is also a part of this cast for let's say keisha since keisha's already gone well rachel and nicole f are on terrible terms Mm. Uh, i don't know if you know that do you know any of this no so they were on the amazing race season that i I talked about 
Uh, it was Rachel and Alyssa, two sisters, both played Big Brother. Uh, they were a team. Janelle and Brittany were a team. Uh, Victor and Nicole were a team. I think that was all the teams from Big Brother, and then the rest were Survivor. And Will and Boogie were supposed to be, but yeah, that didn't happen, and then <laughs> things got weird. Anyways, continue. Uh, so they were heated, and it feels like Janelle and Rachel are still friends, so I feel like she would take Janelle, like, go in that group, especially because I think she'd be a threat. I think she would be a pretty big threat. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. But Nicole and Victor... And Rachel and Alyssa got heated on The Amazing Race. Like, they were mad. They were, like, going against each other, trying to sabotage each other. And then it came out on the live feeds this past week. Nicole F. said that Rachel and I think Alyssa, I don't I don't mm. want to say for sure if it was both of them, um, tried to sue Nicole over... Um, Defamation of character. That's it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so... Nicole would be crying a lot more this week that's for sure man that would be fun I as much as I don't enjoy Rachel Riley she would have made this very interesting what would her relationship with Enzo be like since they've played together and Danny oh Oh. that would have been a lot more like connection and yeah because her and Danny are cool now like they're friends but they weren't on their season yeah. I have no idea if her and Enzo even know each other because I don't remember them interacting at all on their season. I know her Rachel was against Hayden's the girl that Hayden was talking to that season. What was it? Kristen, was that her name? Yep, that was it. She was against her. So Hayden was definitely against Rachel, and obviously the entire brigade was against them, so everyone was against them. Who am I kidding? So they were definitely against each other, but Enzo was so chill with everyone that, like, I don't think anybody disliked him that season. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Should we get should, into these re- uh, prediction rankings? Ranking predictions? I think we should. Man, time flies when we're talking Big Brother. Am I right? Friggin' right. <laughs> okay, so this, uh, yeah, we're gonna while. list <laughs> off our order of predictions of how we think this entire season is gonna fall. And it's gonna be terrible because... I mean, like, again, we're trying to predict who's coming in first, second, third, like, now. So, yes. Question, all right. I I was going to add once you're done with your statement. I was going to say, let it be known, like, we did this before the episode tonight. Yes. I was, I mean, we both were probably pretty sure Keisha went. I chose, nope, no spoilers. I may have chosen (laughs) Keisha or Kevin. Who knows? Yes. Um, So, we did, we did do this before we knew who got evicted and who won the HOH. Um, Yeah. And I'm going to clear, I'm emphasize that because I might use moments from tonight's episode to support my decision, but that's not because I made this list. I made it. Does that make sense? So like while I was watching the episode, I'm like, okay, I'll mention this one. You know, so, but I did make it before the episode. Okay. For sure. You found uh, ways to justify what you chose by watching the show. Yes. But if Got I it. do that, that's not because I... Cheated. And then at the end of the season, we'll give each other points. Um, wow, we didn't talk about points. Well, okay, I'll just make it up right now. And if you can adjust them if you think they need to be less or more. I think you should get five points for the winner. I think you should get three points if you predict someone dead on. So, like, they, I, you know, this person came in 10th, they came in 10th. Mm-hmm. And I think you should get one point if they're one away from your prediction. Okay. 
Does that sound good? I'm in. All right, cool. Uh, let's do this. I'll list off my bottom eight, and you can do the same, okay. and then we can go one and one, one back and forth. I can't talk right now. Um, number 16th, I did pick Keisha to go out first. Number 15, this is where it gets bad. I thought Memphis would go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Worst case scenario. 14th, I got Janelle. 13th, Tyler. 12th, Nicole A. 11th, Kaser. Uh, all the way to 8th. Uh, 10th, Christmas. 9th, David. We're really close on some of these. Are we really? Yeah. So, uh, 16th, I have Keisha. Uh, followed by this week, obviously, Nicole F. is going to go. Uh, next, I had Janelle going, so we have that one spot on. Yeah. And then I had Cody, uh, Bailey, Memphis, Kaser. So I think that one's pretty close to uh, Christmas. One off for me. Christmas, I think that one's pretty close. That's one off, yeah. And then Ian as my eighth person out. Oh, wait, you say number eight, or is Ian number nine, as far as, like... Uh, Ian's number eight. Okay. Okay, Sorry. so you're... No, it's good. Okay, yeah, so we're pretty close as far as, like... Especially, I think, power shift. So, like, we both have Janelle in 14th, and then we think... I think Tyler will go 13th. You think Cody, did you say? Yep. Yeah, so that's, in like, again, like, so we think one of those personalities is gonna go in... Interesting. Okay, so Ian in eighth. Yeah, I have Danny in eighth. Ooh. Should we be in talking seven. like more about this? I just feel like there's nothing really to like. <laughs> yeah, we're just kind of listing, but like, what are we gonna do? Give an in-depth analysis why you think Danny is specifically gonna go in eighth? I it's don't really. Know. Y'all, you guys can all skip this. Everybody who's listening, <laughs> honestly, this is just for like record. Like, hey, we made these deals. We're going to talk about this for this the is, rest this of the is season. For us, we enjoy this more than you. Nathan's gonna put it on his Instagram, and you can see it there, and that'll help you keep track. Um, okay, you had Danny seventh. I had Tyler seventh. Oh, I thought you said Danny seventh. Okay, I misheard you. Okay, sadly, I got Nicole F in seventh. That's my uh, play. In sixth, I had David. In sixth, I had Ian. Hmm. Bold I think, move. I think he gets cut there. We'll see. In fifth, I have Danny. Fifth, I have Bailey. Hmm. I had her go a while ago. I don't yeah, know why. <laughs> uh, in fourth, I have Enzo. Fourth, I have Cody. So we have two of the same top three. <laughs> three, I have day. Three, I have day. <laughs> Our two is different. Two, I have Nicole Anthony. Uh, two, I have Enzo. And then one, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But you, you knew that I was going to pick him because I, I haven't... As my winner pick for like everything else. Yeah, but I have that's Tyler for you. my winner that's... pick for everything else. But here's the thing. I, I played it this time a little bit differently. I'm not going to lie to you. So I put Janelle further towards the bottom because I think she goes pre-jury. Yeah. Same with Kaser, but I think he lasts a little bit longer. And then I put like Nicole, Enzo, Day, Kevin. I put them all in the top 
because I think that they last longer. So I'm playing... I'm not trying to predict exactly. I'm like, I'm just going to put this player in the range that I think they'll be to maximize my opportunity for points. Okay. I worked a little bit backwards, honestly, from the winner up. So, like, I knew I wanted Kevin as my winner just because I feel like that's keeping on brand with what I've been saying. <laughs> so I'm just going to be stubborn brand. with it. So I'm trying to think who could he maybe beat or who would, like, take him. And so then I'm thinking, like, okay, if he's in a final three with Enzo and Devon, I can see them wanting to cut Devon because they feel like she might have a better chance of winning. So I kind of, like, worked that way. And then I was like, okay, well, who would get them that to that point? Well, maybe Cody and then throw Bailey. So I'm thinking, like, that final four could make it. So that was kind of, like, my thinking of, like, working my way up. And then also using a lot of that same logic. Like, I thought, I, I thought that someone else... I was banking on someone from this power alliance or whatever, majority of the house, whatever you want to say, not winning. Thinking like, Cody, Tyler probably aren't going to go next week, but like if Janelle and Kaser would have won, maybe Memphis would have been like, you know. Memphis. Memphis, the casualty. Um, So thinking like that too, but. I feel like that's a weird way to do it because like working backwards, you can like kind of see these are all the people that are left. And like this is where the numbers are kind of now, and who would they? Who would be the biggest threat there? And just pick them off as they go that way, or biggest threat to people's game. I don't know. I feel like starting at the winner is just an interesting way to do it. It it got us to the same place, which is fascinating. (laughs) High five! All right, what do we got? What do we got to finish this episode with? We got to do hot takes. Ooh, yeah. We got to. Uh, I think we bring back Furniture of the Week. Yep. I'm proposing that from last season. I thought that was fun. Is that it? Then we end this out? Uh, do we want to do who had the best week, worst week? Do we want to do best outlook or like best positioning currently in the game? Do we want to do anything like that? Let's just pick our best position person. I think like that's best a, positioning? Yeah. Like who okay. do we think based off this past week is going to make it the farthest right now? Sounds good. You want to start with that one? Yes. Uh, I'll go first. I think I got one. Uh, I am really impressed with Devon's game right now. <laughs> Shouldn't have let you go first. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, she, she seems to be liked by everyone. She doesn't seem to be... Even like we're talking people kind of in the middle. Like I know I, I mentioned... Ian isn't really, you know, on either side who's fighting, you know, all these other people. But, like, for her, it seems like she's actually got potential here. And I think she is making a very good effort of not doing the same mistakes as last time, which I'm noticing. And I think it it could work. Bold. Who am I going to pick then? Ah. Ah. I think that one of the best positioned people, let me look at the list. I was so set on Devon because I agree she's like clearly the best position in the house right now. I think Nicole F. It's not a bad position. Kaser? Nope. I think I'm going to go with Enzo. I feel like Enzo's in a great spot. Yeah, I don't think I anybody's looking to attack Enzo. Um... I love Enzo. That's all I got. Yeah, I feel like he has a lot of alliances, and the people that he's not aligned with like him too much to take him out. And he also wins competitions now, 
which is a big upgrade from the last time he played. Also, Brian I saw somewhere banana. that he said that he intentionally lost competitions his first time. Like, he threw competitions because he was well-liked and he didn't want to be too much of a threat. I don't know if that's actually true, but he said that. It's an easy thing to say after the yep. fact. You want to go first with your furniture of the week? Uh, I would love to. Felt like mm, I should have been more prepared. I apologize. No, you doofus. Uh, probably Christmas overall. Oh, that was it's, mine. It's harder to do furniture now because it's with Survivor. I got so used to like one episode, like oh, this person didn't talk at all, and this it's like oh, this person had a couple things, but over the entire span of the three episodes, didn't see much of Christmas. She's very much laying low. Um, yeah, which isn't bad. I mean, I don't think she was a threat and necessarily needed to, but it never hurts to lay low for the first little bit and find alliances quick. Well, up until her conversation with Cody on tonight's episode, I don't think she had any airtime. So I was watching for it. Uh, okay, I'm going to go for one a little bit on the episode, but all just mostly in general in the game. I'm picking David. It just... He's he is all like when I'm thinking of the people on this season, he's always the last one. Like who else is it? Who am I missing? Oh yeah, David. I just I can't remember who's playing, and uh, I'm choosing to dislike him this season. Remember? Yeah. Just like you chose Ben for winners at war, now David's gonna be your Ben this season. <laughs> uh, David, Cody, Nicole. F. We Nicole already F. forgot. Nicole F is too basic to dislike. That's the issue. Yeah. That's such an that's such an obvious answer. I don't want to be like I'm an individual. Okay, I'm unique. Uh, hot right. take of the... hot takes. Yes. Uh, you go first. <laughs> I really should have thought of this, huh? Okay. My hot take is that Nicole A is gonna win in Hoh this season. Ooh. You like that hot take? That's a take that's hot. If I've ever you like one. that hot take, co-worker Nick? That one's for you. Tony hasn't brought you up once this episode, so I guess I have to know. I talked to him for like two two hours today. So <laughs> for like an hour and a half. Uh, Nicole, H-O-H. Oh, how bananas is it that, um, that Memphis never bananas? won an H-O-H? Oh. That just surprised me. Yeah. That's all. I agree. My next hot take. Every my first three hot takes are just going to be adding someone to the final three that I'm going to have. Oh, I like that. So, my second person that I think is going to make the final three with Tyler is going to be Christmas. Even though, okay, so these are your hot takes, and they don't match your prediction because you don't have Tyler or Christmas in the top three. Yep. I intentionally put Tyler at like seven, the seven eight range because I could see him doing really well or going out or lasting a long time. You're so just like you're just covering your bases where like either you're gonna get your hot takes right or your predictions, and I'm either doubling I'm gonna down win on a couple everything. hundred dollars or I'm gonna have bragging rights over you. That's all. That's where I'm at. <laughs> okay, I'm not Sorry. sure which one I want more at this point. If we're being honest, <laughs> the money or the bragging rights? Yeah. That's fair. I respect that. Uh, is there anything else this episode we gotta talk about? I don't think so. I think it it was it was a good first week. Uh, I think things are gonna kind of tone down a little bit. I think it was really exciting for the first couple days there. 
Um, but going forward, I think it's going to kind of settle down for a little bit before it ramps up again. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm excited. Seems like it's going to be a good season. We're back. Big Brother's back. Uh, yeah, we'll end it. Where can no, they you find us, more. Nathan? What? I missed Where can it. they find us? Where can they find us? Oh, you wanted me to finish it. I, I thought you had like another point, but you were just... I did have another point. It was pointing at you. Ha! All right, we need to go. <laughs> if you can't see him, which you can't, I don't know why. He's actually... This is audio medium. Uh, find us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. We're there. Not Game All Personal. Twitter, Instagram, NGAP Pod. That stands for Not Game All Personal Pod, in case you're wondering. Easy to remember. Yeah, and we'll, uh, we'll see you when we see you. Get out of here.